Hey guys, welcome into Beyond, where our staff goes beyond the message every single week. Now we're going to get to our little segment in just a little bit, but before we do, I wanted to encourage you, download our app. Within our app, we have follow-up questions that are going to relate to this segment and to the main message. Download the app, find those questions, go over them with your family, with your friends, Ask yourself these reflection questions so that as you go on into your week, you have action steps. If we're hearing a message and we're not taking any action, what good is it doing? We really want to see how these segments, these messages impact your life. So let us know how it's going. We want to hear from you. I also want to encourage you get into a small group, find a family, find people who want to encourage you, who are going to pray for you, people you can turn to uh, whenever it may be. Find a small group, get plugged into a small group. Let's dive into beyond. Hello, church. Hello, hello. Welcome to Beyond. It's March now. It's a great month. Summer is coming upon us not summer <laughs> summer the season right here. it's she always summer the season it's summer she is with us. she is upon us already is. she is here but we hope that as spring approaches that uh, your family is blessed and that the warmer weather is treating you nicely i am so excited for easter we're planning easter already whoop, whoop. so much cool stuff happening easter egg hunt on saturday march 27th yeah. so mark off your calendars for that but let's dive into the message today guys what did you get out of the message Who's going first this time? I think <laughs> everyone's looking at me. So like, okay, I guess I'll go. Gina first. Um, I loved pursue the collar, collar, and your calling will be revealed. Um, that just that is part of my testimony. That's part of how I got here. I always felt a call from the Lord from a young age, even though I didn't really know what it meant or what it was for. And when I got to Faith Chapel um, in a working capacity. In my role here, I didn't know where where it was going to lead, but the calling came as I was obedient, as I was faithful, and God has called me to much higher things um, from where I started in my walk with the Lord. So, super cool. Can so, I just ditto uh, that? <laughs> I'll just ditto. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Exactly. All the way through, just down the line. But... Um, for me, the point that stood out was that your work or your worship will outlast you. And for me, that stood out just because it really puts it in perspective that what I'm doing now is important and there's a purpose behind what I'm doing. Like, I'm called to do what I'm doing because it's not for me, it's for God. Hmm, I like that. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, I like the the part where he said, just work out what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That thought is a cool thought because I have a lot of, I'm kind of a visionary kind of person and I have a lot of things for 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road when I'm, you know, older, retired, whatever, all that stuff. I have a lot of vision for those things, but sometimes I get really lost in the future and I forget to focus on what's happening right here and right now. And I think to back up what both of you are saying, but in particular what Gina was saying, when you're focused on what you're doing right here and right now, because this is the opportunity that has presented itself, Mm -hmm. you discover fresh callings and fresh things that you would have never thought you had. 
because you paid attention to what's right in front of you Mm -hmm. and you didn't realize, oh, wow, I'm really, I'm really gifted at this or I really enjoy this. I didn't see this coming or this relationship kind of came out of nowhere, but this was the friend that I just kind of got put with and all of a sudden we developed a relationship and now we're inseparable. They weren't things you hunted for, but they're things that the master chess player moved on the chessboard and brought to you. So you just work at the stuff that's being presented to you here and now, which I think we've all had to do with 2020 in particular, now coming into 2021. Wow, we didn't expect this to happen, but we're going to play the cards that we're dealt right here and right now and watch what happens. Sure. To piggyback on that, um, just being where your feet are planted. I think it's really important that we are present and we do the best we can with what we have and where God has put us right now. And so that has really... um, helped me in my walk with God is being content in every season and to do my best in everything that I do. Um, and step by step, he's led me to where I am today, but it didn't just happen overnight. It was me being diligent, me worshiping God right where I'm at, um, serving him in whatever capacity I had at the moment. And, um, eventually it led to my calling as well. I love that. I'm reminded about um, King David in the Bible, who was not always King David, right? He started out as a shepherd boy. He was faithful to his calling there. He was faithful to what God had next to him. And it all led to what he eventually became, which is this incredible, incredible man. Could we touch on for a second how callings actually can change? You're not, I feel like sometimes maybe you're watching this and you feel like, I don't like my calling right now. I don't feel like I, I'm comfortable with it and I don't really want to be faithful to it. Can, can you guys you understand that? Maybe you can touch on that a little bit as a team. Yeah, I can, I could speak to that. Um, sometimes we're presented with something that isn't what we want or it, it's intimidating. It's scary. We don't think we're good at that kind of thing. And I could put words in Ashley's mouth <laughs> for her, like, uh-huh. even though she's sitting right here. <laughs> She'll be the first to be like, oh, I, I don't I don't want to be the one to do that. Like, I'd rather you do that or I'd rather somebody else and I'll help you. I'll assist you. But every time she does step up and do it, she knocks it out of the park and does phenomenal. And I'll always, I don't know how many times I've told her after she preached or something like that. I'm like, babe, that was amazing. Like you did such a good job. And she's like, oh, I don't like it though. But she's, she has a calling. She has a gifting that's on her for those specific things. And it's, it's absolutely remarkable. So it's just about learning how to kind of embrace what that may be, which as a caveat to that real quick, I'll capitalize this last thought is I think sometimes people think that a calling is something that's only within the church. You might have a calling to be a professional athlete, to be a business owner, to be an artist. That could be, that's just as valuable to the kingdom of God to be a kingdom person, a son or a daughter representing the Christ though in, in whatever sphere of culture you find yourself in, not just within the church. That's really important to capture that. Yeah. So many people go to like a camp or they have like a, a big night at a convention or something and they feel like they get called into the ministry and that's the only calling you can get kind of like you're saying and that's just not true you can serve god in any capacity any occupation it just it it's not always full-time what's the word vocational ministry uh trying to sound smart uh, and use big (laughs) big words i'm not that smart but um that that was a really good point really good I just want to add to that. I think every single time I feel uncomfortable 
Like even right now, I feel uncomfortable. I'm just kidding, um, but not really. Um, but one of the important parts is the scriptures that Pastor Brian pointed out where it was repetitive about the spirit of the Lord came on. The spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David as an example. And I can't tell you how many times I felt uncomfortable or didn't want to do something, but knew that God had told me to do it. And the only reason why it turned out great with the preaching that I wanted to just beforehand, I just wanted to throw up because my stomach was just like turning and tossing and I was so nervous. But the reason why those things actually came out successful was because of the spirit of the Lord. It really wasn't me. And so I think I look at, once again, my own strengths, my own capabilities, and instead of just looking at God's. And when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, when he tells you to do something, he won't leave you alone. He will be there with you to make sure that it comes to pass the way he wants it. The focusing on the moment thing, like Josiah was talking about, too, is someone just told me, this past week about something that I was uncomfortable with. And I was like, I just, I don't think I can do it. And this person said, you be the best you can be in the moment. You do the best you can do today. You give it your all and you trust God for the rest. And I think that's like you were saying, Ashley, it's like, it's everything. I can do anything in my own strength, but we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Lord that comes under us and equips us. I mean, how many times have we said, heard, the Lord is going, it, he'll go before you, he'll equip you. But in that moment, you're just like, oh, gosh, I really want to just hide behind this podium right now. I can't do it. But he does do it. He goes before us, he equips us. And, I mean, it's amazing that we have that. Amen. For sure. And then kind of adding on to the other part of the question that was in that question that I don't know if we necessarily covered, um, about how we can be called to something for a season, that has been so true in my life. Um, I have lived in several different states, several different houses. I've done a lot of different things through the years, even though I'm only 21. Um, and in those seasons, I knew that that was where God had called me. But at the end of those seasons, I knew that God was calling me into something new. And so our calling is not a permanent thing. It's something that keeps us moving forward towards God. That's really good. I have to, sorry, I have to chime in again because you keep spawning these fresh thoughts yeah. inside of my mind. I'm like, oh, God's so good. <clears throat> Faith pleases God when we trust him. So I think that he always has that in mind when he presents a calling or an opportunity to us because it's a fresh opportunity to trust him. Not that he finds joy in making us uncomfortable, but he takes great pleasure in our faith. And faith and risk are always tied together, right? So I, I think he does that often. <clears throat> I, I'm a preacher, and I've, I love to preach, and I and I geek out on putting messages together. I love to prepare and streamline it all, and I type it out, and I got pages and pages of notes. But there's been several times where I'm sitting there and I'm looking, I'm just like, I have nothing to write down. And I feel like the time's coming, it's almost time to preach, and I'm like, I have nothing to write down, Lord. I don't know what to do. Like, I, am I ill-prepared? Am I in sin? What's going on? And and the the call of that hour was to trust him. And I don't necessarily recommend this as a template for how you should sermon prep, but there's been several times I've stood up there and just said, Holy Spirit, whatever you're going to do tonight, because I have zero on my notes. We're going to worship, and then I'm just going to begin to share what's on, whatever's on my heart, and the Holy Spirit will just download stuff. And he was teaching me He's the ultimate source. And whether he decides to give it to me weeks in advance, years in advance, months in advance, or in the moment, he could do that. 
if I'm if we remain sensitive enough to trust him. I think he's always trying to pull that out. And that's just a small example of of why he would do that in particular in relation to our calling. So guys, I want to dive into some of the discussion questions that are located on the app. Um, we're going to do number four. What do you feel right now you are appointed to do? What do you feel right now you are appointed to do? And are you trusting God in that area to resource you and develop that calling? What do you feel appointed to do? <laughs> um, I obviously feel appointed to the children. And it's so funny how before I felt appointed specifically to the young adults and, and adults, uh, but it wasn't for children. God had spoken to me very clearly in a whole bunch of confirmations and appointed me to, to them and even changed the desires of my heart where all I want to do is be with them. And that's only God because how many people, I mean, it's very rare when you find people like teachers and and you're like, you're so special. God bless you for wanting to be with the children that, all the time. That's how I feel about you. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to be that person. I was like, bless you, bless you, bye. And now all I want to do is be with the children. And he gave me eyes to see the way he sees the children's ministry. He, he gave me eyes to see that there's so much fruit in this area. More fruit for me to pour into than even in the main sanctuary. And I, I was like, wow, God. And it just got me excited. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I felt honored mm-hmm. that I got to pour into literally the kingdom of heaven because the kingdom of heaven is like children and just be in that environment. And it gets me excited every week. Summer can testify of it. I'm like, I'm so satisfied over here. I'm yeah. so happy and I feel fulfilled every single week so she definitely brings the energy on a sunday morning that's for sure yeah no lack of energy um somebody told me a long time ago that to one of the ways to determine what you're called to is to follow your tears like what breaks your heart what moves you and um that has been different things for me at different points in my life different people in my life different uh not just it's always been wrapped around god usually in some capacity but sometimes there's certain categories in my relationship with God that I really have a strong passion for, whether it's the moving of the spirit or the gifts of the spirit or discipleship or his word, like there's different things that have kind of, um, just been highlighted to me. So uh, when it comes to your calling, I feel like that's a, a big piece is looking at this stuff and going, wow, God, I really feel appointed to this. Like for me personally right now, and just, this is kind of a little bit vague, but I really feel called to this church. Like my, this church, like when I, when I think about faith chapel, when I think about people I get to work with right here in this room, when I think about what happens here in the moments that we have in the presence of God, it, it moves me. Like it, I feel like a, a quake on the inside of me that goes like, Oh, I just, I love this. I'm so excited. Or when something doesn't go right or is messed up or hurt or, you know, somebody's sick that we find out in a prayer request, like, and it grieves me and it brings me to tears. I'm just seeing the, the heart of God for this, for this place. And that's just me you know, right now. And I think that's healthy, but yeah, following your tears, following what moves you to your core, I think is a big element. That's really good. I think just like our call can change different seasons, seasons, what we're, um, our focuses in the moment can change too. And it's interesting on how, when you talk about your tears, some stuff that I 
felt insecure about in the past. I didn't grow up in church. I don't know the Bible as well as I should, you know? And it wasn't the right time for me to be focused, for me to be called on that. But now as calling is becoming more clear, things are shifting. God opens doors when he's supposed to and closes others. So now as I'm more focused on stepping into a pastoral role, finishing my classes and then honing my call, it's it's in God's right timing and I know that it feels right. So mm, that's really good. Yeah. It's it's exciting. Um for me, I'm in one of those transitional <laughs> periods of my life again. But the one constant that remains throughout everything, and I think it's everybody's call, so I can say that I'm appointed to do this confidently, is to grow in my relationship with God and to grow in my relationship with people. And so even when I don't know what the future holds or what on earth is going to be happening, I can trust in that. I can trust that right now what I need to focus on is building my relationship with God and making sure that I'm loving people. And so even when I don't know what to do, that's what I feel called to do at my core. Can't go wrong. (laughs) Not with that. That's great. I think that's a good place to... um, leave off for today's beyond segment that was so good and I, I encourage you pray about your calling ask god to reveal to you what you're called to ask yourself what breaks my heart uh, what keeps you up at night and and find ways to plug into that calling and engage yourself into your appointment uh, one of the points today was if you're pursuing the caller the call will pursue you i think that's a great great point we love you church we'll see you next week Have a great, great week. Thanks again for joining us today. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to further connect with us here at Faith Chapel, visit us online at faithchapelsd.com or any social media platform at faithchapelsd. See you real soon.